Good morning, Columbus. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's daily dose of digital Torah inspiration here at Sinai Studios Judaism Today. This week, there's a very special addendum to the Parsha. This is also known as Parshat Zachor, the Parsha of Remembrance in which there's a biblical commandment, in fact, one of the only biblical commandments, to read the story of Amalek, the embodiment of evil in Jewish history. And this word Zachor has become one of the rallying cries, one of the slogans of the Jewish people, especially in the aftermath of the Holocaust, that we must remember. You know, it's used most colloquially in our shul, we have in our hall, a Zachor monument to remind us, don't forget, Zachor Esasher HaSalacha Amalek. Remember the evil perpetrated in the Jews, remember that which the Nazis did, don't forget, don't allow it to slide into the sands of time. And I always wondered, why is there a mitzvah to remember? It's written down in a history book. No one will forget it. What is the concept? What is the mitzvah of remembering? Why is there necessary to remind us of something? Surely it is committed to the annals of history. There are museums, there are monuments. What is this mitzvah? How does it separate itself from those things? I believe the answer is prophetic because it speaks to our responsibility as Jews really much more in our mindset rather than any physical act. When we think about Zachor, what the Torah is clearly saying is there is a possibility of forgetting, that one can forget the horrors of the evils perpetrated against the Jews. And I like to think, the way I think about it at least, is that so often anti-Semitism is cloaked in other things. It can be cloaked in a political movement, it can be cloaked in um, different words, right? It could be cloaked in, you know, it, it takes on various facades. You know, sometimes it's more racial. The Nazis believed in racial elitism, racial supremacy. Sometimes it's more religious throughout the centuries, you know, the Middle Ages, the Christians, the Muslims before that, you know. And sometimes it's religious, right? We were persecuted in ancient times for our belief of our, our religious beliefs. And anti-Semitism sort of can hide behind it. Sometimes it's easy to forget. Sometimes it's cloaked in slogans that are uplifting. You, if you think about the words, for example, BDS, boycott, boycott, sanction, right? These are the language of civil disobedience. But it's the language of civil disobedience, which was a noble concept, which is being hijacked for anti-Semitic purposes. Right? If you look at the language of so many of the accusations against the state of Israel, it's all cloaked in the language of civil rights. It's, it's hidden, it's shrouded in the language of civil rights, of occupation, all these things. And, and, and Zachor reminds us, don't allow yourself to be tricked to forget that these things are just facades, that they really mask a much deeper rooted hatred for the Jewish people, for singling out the Jewish state. And so this Shabbos, as we hear Zachor and Shul, and we fulfill our mitzvah to remember all the evils perpetrated against the Jewish people, let us remember it is possible. It is possible to be deceived, to be tricked, for anti-Semitism to be cloaked in even noble words, and noble language, and noble movement, a freedom movement, a resistance movement. But let us recognize that in fact, it's really the same old hatred which has just taken on a new form of anti-Zionism here 
in 2021. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Judaism Today. If you did, please make sure to follow us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, or check into our podcast, wherever podcasts are listened to, and we look forward to hearing from you more.